0: All right. This is Kevin Beckett with Rolling Toe today, May 26th, 2022. Uh, we are working alone today, solo. Mike is in Denver. He's working with Continental people and fire truck people, trying to make sure that they're all lined up and rolling down the road properly. I had the opportunity to work in Cedar Rapids with uh, my son, Brady, doing Cedar Rapids, my son, Brady things, uh, Cedar Rapids transport, steel transport. Uh, uh, They got some refresher training and some new training, and hopefully we'll be able to help them keep their tracks a little straighter and uh, a little more cost effective as the years go by uh, this week is last week before unofficial summer. And I'm looking forward to my, it's actually going to be a four day weekend for me this week. I hope you all get to enjoy yours. And we're going to have a call number here today. 855-950-3835. I, Hope y'all are familiar with that one. It's the same one Kevin uses. We're going to be talking to a couple of people, I believe, when we call it in uh, from around the country at varying times. I hope they're available in the time slot we've got. You never know. Other than those guys, it's just you and me. Me talking about alignments. Earlier this week, uh, one of my favorite clients, Iowa truck and trailer finally started calling with tech questions and they had a truck with a had been in an accident but was wearing out drive tires or at least one set of drive tires so I was able to talk them through yeah your measurements on the steer axle are just fine but the steer axle wasn't causing your drive tire wear so let's take a closer look at your drive tire and with our equipment with our training, we were able to show them that uh, they actually had a bent drive axle housing with a half-inch of tell out. So that was, you, you all ought to be aware if you have had an accident and you do find damage later, that counts as secondary damage or your secondary findings. You, it's still part of the accident. You can get that covered. So make sure, especially if you've been in an accident, to have somebody look it over real close when when little problems start coming up. <clears throat> All right, and again, our call-in number today is 855-950-3835. I wish I could tell you how many people are listening right now and how many calls we will be getting, but at the moment, I, I just don't know. Uh, we're flying without wires right now. And it's really fun. (laughs) All right. So we've got a week full of good adventures. We've got Mike out there working his little hiney off, doing his uh, regular song and dance routine, you might call it. And we've got Chad Hone. I just heard from him recently. Um, I think he might even actually be doing some podcasting himself soon. And I wish him the best of luck as he starts that venture. I know S and B transportation will be doing their, uh, wheel jam up there in South Dakota next weekend, not this weekend, next weekend. And, Let's see. I guess the peak the stakes is also this week. Not that many trucks involved. But I wish them the best. Okay. So all I need to do now is get somebody with a tire or alignment related question that I can answer at the number 855-950-3835. And if you don't call in, I'm going to start singing. And I don't think you want to hear that. But that's up to you. I can sing as well as probably 200 million people in this country. So it'll probably be quite an experience. Mike, of course, he can sing a little bit better. He's got that deep, deep voice. It's great for the church singing because all the ladies in the back row can hear him. (laughs) But when I'm saying It's not the same experience All right And if we don't get anybody here I'm going to go ahead and Find somebody to get in here We have Lots of Uh Great people coming in soon, <laughs> and uh, we've got lots of great things to talk about here. But I guess uh, probably the most basic thing here that we do is we do alignments. And when you align a truck, the thing that you want to do first is roll the vehicle into your spot. You don't want to be you don't want to have to jack it up and set it down on a set of turn plates. You just want to be able to roll it forward to a stop. Now, that is counterintuitive to a lot of alignment people, but it should make sense to anybody that drives. Because you don't want to know how the vehicle is aligned when it's in this free floating or, or uh, jacked up environment. You want to know how it drives when it's driving. So, roll the vehicle forward, roll it to a stop, and start taking your measurements there. Now, we have argued back and forth for years about whether or not a wheel clamp or just measuring out the side of the tire would be adequate. I know they started using wheel clamps as far back as the 30s or 40s because they knew that there were variations, especially to the way the tire was built and the way the rim was built. But those problems have been solved to an extent by the use of radial tires and aluminum dish rims. Back in the day when they were first designing all those other alignment systems they used steel wheels, sometimes bud wheels and uh, uh, not radial but uh, uh, the other (laughs) tire, the earlier form of tire that just was not, you could not get a consistent tire. In fact if you left the tire sit overnight it would deform and you'd have to roll it forward a ways, drive it for a few minutes just to get the thing to be around again. So there's no way you could depend on that sidewall or that wheel, that steel or bud wheel to be a reliable measurement surface. Now we've got radial tires and aluminum discerings. They are so consistent there's no reason we can't use the side of the tire to get our measurements. This is a this is a growth, a, a difference in the alignment industry from way back when. So, where they've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars trying to make this e- their wheel clamp equipment adequate to the job of aligning a truck out there, we've spent hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Trying to figure out how to get the the uh, measurement on the side of the tire that would uh, that would work, and it does. Save money, save time. Everything will be better. All right, and again, the call in number here is eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Another important aspect of alignment is the handling. Does the vehicle drive straight down the road? Our guide for you for whether or not the vehicle is driving straight is if you are right now driving at 60 miles an hour in the right-hand lane and there's no wind and you've got a nice, long, straight stretch of road, if you were to let go of that steering wheel, would it take more than two seconds before your right tire gets to the white line? If it takes more than two seconds, your alignment is not costing you money. If it takes less than two seconds, your alignment is costing you money. You got robbed. You did not get the alignment that you paid for. The vehicle is wearing out tires faster than it should. If you are an over-the-road trucker and right now you know your tires don't last 100,000 miles, you are not hardly getting your money's worth out of your alignment. Now, the tire wear, you may not see the tire wear problem because uh, especially if you pay good money and get good tires, such as the Michelin, it hides uh, alignment wear or or even cupping, uh, loose components, etc. It just doesn't show up as tire wear on a Michelin tire. You'll get a slightly faster tire wear rate instead. So your alignment, even though the tire looks good, if it's not lasting long enough, you're you're losing money because of your alignment or your worn components. And I know these days, not a lot of people driving brand new trucks. The older the truck is, the more worn it is. The more problems you're going to have. And everybody's driving older, more worn trucks. You've got a 5 year old truck it's got over half a million miles on it you know you really should have it checked out by a good alignment shop whether it's a uh, just an alignment or you're going to have to get the components inspected when you do your walk around if you can if you just look at the bushings on the front side of your freightliner spring hanger you see that that big uh, round uh, spring wrapped around a pin, if you look look at that rubber bushing that's supposed to be right there between the pin and the spring, and if it looks all cracked or if it's been pushed out, you know what? That bushing needs to be replaced because it's no longer holding you tight. To make a little more sense of that, you got to understand there's a little bitty shin between the pin and the hanger that shim is as little as one of an inch thick. If you've got more than a 32nd of an inch of movement in one of those bushings, our alignment work isn't doing you any good. You're paying us to put the shim in, but you're not experiencing the alignment. So make sure you keep an eye on your repair and your bushings, your wear points, etc. Road wander, not as big of a problem as it used to be, but it's still out there. If you, if you feel like you're hurting the vehicle down the road all day, if you can't just sit there with one finger up on top of the wheel and just let it roll down the road all day. You're, you've got a problem with that truck. If it's if it's constantly going left and it's going right, if you can't seem to keep it in the lane, that's a problem. And it's a problem that you should be fixing. We can fix it. We do that. It's uh, two typical causes to a road wander issue. The first one, the easiest one, is toe out. And then the second one is a worn kingpin. So the newer your truck is, the more likely it's just... Uh, tell out. Okay, so I do have a call, and again, the call in number is 855-950-3835, and here we've got uh, a guy named Matt, who would like to know something about kingpins. Hello, Matt.
1: Hey, Kevin, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing all right. How's everything up there? Oh,
1: pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I ran into some funny tire wear here for the last uh, two months on my right steer. Mm-hmm. Started with some feathered wear, and then I got outside edge cupping, and I'd measured the toe myself. Everything looked fine. Sure. And once I jacked it up, I realized I had a brake dragon. Ouch. So, put a new set of brakes in because so the spring was broke. And put that tire was actually shot, so I put a new one on the left and moved a used one over to the right. Just in okay. case you know, I had some other issue while well, that used tire ended up wearing the same pattern.
0: Yeah, uh, so you're getting a little feathering and then you're getting a little yep. wear on the outside edge. Correct. Alright. Now um, okay. I one never question. thought of
1: it, but we figured out it was, it is the Kingpin. And I was just wondering if you could talk about that more, because that's not something I hear real common from you guys when looking at tire wear.
0: No, you know, you of course got to consider the Kingpin. A Kingpin job is around $2,000 per side. So when you're talking about saving a $600 tire by replacing a $2,000 Kingpin, it better be a big problem. So uh, the, the kingpin, as far as a kingpin wearing out the right tire, a uh, kingpin typical tire wear issue is cupping on the inside edge. And the, the way to sort out whether or not you've got a kingpin that is bad is uh, you, you jack up the wheel end and you grab the top of the tire not the sides, uh, the just the, the outer rib of the tire. To get your fingers in there, get a grip on it, and just say, pull, push it in and pull it out as though you're trying to pull the rubber right off the wheel. You can't pull the rubber off the wheel, but at, you know, act like you're going to try to make it come right off of the wheel. And if you get movement, if you can feel movement, then there's something loose, and it's either the brake or it's the kingpin. And if you want to know the difference, well, have somebody step on. Uh, through the bearing of the kingpin. Sorry, have somebody step on the brake, and if the if the movement stops, if it's no longer there, that's uh, that was the bearing that was that was free, and the brake uh, stopped the hub from moving anymore. If you release the brake and it comes back, yeah, definitely the bearing. But if you can step on the brake and still get movement in and out at the top of the tire. Then your kingpin is allowing the whole spindle to move back and forth, and that's the wear that we're concerned about. Now, if he, there's another way you can check a kingpin, or that people do check a kingpin, let's you put a tire iron under the tire, and you lift up and down. But that isn't really finding play in the bushing. That's finding a gap between the top and bottom of the kingpin and uh, the the spindle end. But that, that, uh, that's just a jarring motion. It doesn't necessarily even increase uh, damage to the thrust bearing. It's because there really isn't, when you're driving, there really isn't a lot of effect on the life of the components. Okay, so again, so how did they determine that it was the Kingpin?
2: Yeah,
1: that's, we jacked it up and put the pry bar underneath. And there were two of us right. there and you a know, flashlight right on the top. There was a lot of movement on the top. So right. this was just so that's, over the weekend. So I'm scheduled. I'm just, this truck has 2 million miles on it. Yeah. So I'm just going to sleeve the axle also. Just schedule that to have the guy there. Because this is my second set of kingpins in, I think, half a million miles. I'd have to go back and dig when the last ones are done. But it's, it's, it's having less than half a million miles.
0: If it's less than half a million miles, again, I would do the check I was saying, where you try to pull the rubber off the tire or off of the wheel, and see if there's any in and out movement. Because again, the up and down movement—that's—that's just—that uh, means they didn't shim it as much as they could have, uh, either at the top or bottom of the of the spindle. But if you it, don't it, have, didn't move in and out, it doesn't move in and right out. Yep. yep. Okay. Well then, yeah, 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 and at two million miles, yeah, maybe you should consider slaving it. Um, yeah, you really should. At that point, you got all the problems. You better fix them. Uh, but oh yeah, I'm I'm a little concerned about. See, feathering means that there is a tow issue, and okay. uh, how does the vehicle drive?
1: Uh, so right now, I actually have a little bit of. Um, Wandering like a like a toe out situation,
0: right? Which but again, I'm we know the, King pin that's that issue the kingpin is probably
1: kingpin. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Other than that, no issues at all. No issues at all. Drive's nice and straight. No complaints. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, if uh, if they don't find an issue with drive axle alignment, then yeah, the kingpin should should at least uh, solve your problem for now. I mean, that's the thing with getting a truck that's got about two million miles. It's a uh, we're constantly chasing uh you know okay i fixed that but four. now this is worn out too and i fixed that you know yeah, this is worn out too that's that's what you get yeah. but i mean what are you going to do get a new truck <laughs> nah. well
1: yeah and I, the work is getting done in one of your shops um good, the good. other thing i got to fix is the uh is it the casters What you call it underneath the leaf springs yes i'm at like 5 degrees so
0: ah, that's we're a lot
1: adjust that yep <laughs> And can uh, get all the work done, and you know alignment after everything is new.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a lot of the What what is the truck?
1: Uh, it's a two thousand two T six hundred Kenworth.
0: Okay, well, yeah, I can see Kenworth maybe putting more caster than they needed under it in the first place. <clears throat> not as not as uh, not as bad as Mac, but still. All right. Okay. Well you you'll you'll be able to get that uh taken care of. Get uh it'll smooth out yep. your ride a little bit by lowering the caster. Especially fixing the kingpin we will make things better and uh all right. Good to hear. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I run I run the Michelin tires and I've gotten real close to three hundred thousand out of the, the steers and uh Good. drives wide singles, I can get um Oh, two fifty, two seventy-five.
0: That's really good Thanks. life for a for a single.
1: Yep, and then That's trailer a... tires. I run the uh, the the multi energy T. Okay. And my last, just on one axle, I was just shy of four hundred thousand miles.
0: Well, that is really nice for a
1: trailer tire. Yeah, I, okay. I would uh, not as impressed then, so... with that. No, yeah. yeah, reefer trailer, regular, right. closed tandem. Yeah, good, yeah I good. run slow. I'm one of these 57 mile an hour guys, so that
0: uh, that really that helps. The entire life. Yep, yep. You're making money that way. <laughs> That's right. All right. I, I, All right. Well, I'm really glad to hear everything's working out. Where did you first hear about the MD 11
1: um, it would have been through Kevin and huh. met Mike the first time at a CMC, probably in Kansas City.
0: In Kansas um, City, so it's quite
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's all really good stuff to hear, and I hope everybody's picking up on that. At 2 million miles, this truck is getting their mileage than a lot of new trucks. So... Yep. It can be done. It should be done. Let's uh, let's get more of that. All right, all right. Thanks for calling in. All right, thank you. All right, thank you. All right, all right. So that's uh, that's what we want to see out of tire life, out of, uh, out of uh, attention to detail. That uh, uh, if you're a driver, this is your this is your life here. This is your business. And taking care of it like that is the only way you're going to, well, not the only way, but likely way you're going to save tire life. We've got another call in here. This one is, he's got a steering tire wear problem. So let's find out about that. All right. Okay. Morning, Kevin. Howdy. It's Murray up um, in British Columbia.
2: Up in British Columbia. You're there now? Indeed. I am indeed. We've talked a number of times before. Um, oh, okay. First of all, uh, follow-up on my, on that wobble hop bounce thing that we have been chasing in the front end for how long now? 18 months? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out I put an action cam inside the wheel well on the front wheels and put tire. And you can see in the video, that the, the wheel, the hub. Well, you can't see the hub because it's buried inside. But right. the drum, the wheel, the sidewall are all running nice and perfect and straight. But okay. the the tire face has a twitch or had. It, got rid of them. And and uh, both sides were doing it, or mm-hmm. maybe one side was doing it, and and it was. Forming a sympathy thing on the other side, I don't know, but uh, uh, new tires, new rims, and she like glass now rolls down the road black almost black. like glass. We got a little bit of back end to worry about now, but I'm almost ready to do tires on that, so yeah. we'll uh, will worry about it. so anyway, yeah, turned out to All be right. We had a bad set of tires, replaced it with a, a new set that weren't good,
0: and and, uh, oh so, yeah, it took some, Yeah. Now how, oh, let's right. see. How long were each of those sets of tires lasting?
2: The first set was on there when I bought the truck, oh. um, right. two years ago. And I got, well, very nearly 18 months wear out of them. They were a decoupler, a Kumo decoupler tire okay. and that lasted me 18 months in town. Right and and then I put the next set on in December and thinking that was that had solved whatever problems we had it was last month I went out and bought this action cam and and finally finally figured out what was going on but uh, yeah we've all been did kingpins tie rod ends entirely new steering system the only things that haven't been changed on the front end are are the hubs
0: and the springs. There's <laughs> nothing else left to use. <laughs> all right. And uh okay, well, you've had the truck for two years. What is it?
2: International. Two thousand international, two story, ninety two hundred I.
0: Okay. With a twelve thousand narator in the front. Right. Okay. No. Uh, all right. Well that's uh yeah, so replacing a bunch of components was probably an expected item.
2: <laughs> well, and and it's got about a mil, little less than a million miles on it now. Um, right. I suspect it has sat a lot of its life because I think it had a lot of predeceasing problems or predisposing problems before I got it, and and the the companies they couldn't keep drivers on it because it was shaking so bad. And then along comes the lease operator who says I won't have this, and and uh, bit by bit we've we worked at it. We we chased drive lines. I got my drive line. It wasn't a problem. But uh, in, in the process, we got that all serviced and a bunch of new joints and knuckles, and so uh, yeah. oh my goodness. Anyway, yeah, a lot of money spent last year on this truck. So anyway, that's that's done. Yeah, that was just a follow up on our on at our smoothest class. Right? The front end does. Yeah, I, I've got something end. coming from the back, but uh, and I suspect it's it, it has the roadlocks tires on the back, those like okay. I say, they'll they'll be worn out later this year. And I had a tire guy tell me that they won't put roadlocks on because because every time it makes the truck shake, so I suspect that's where my
0: my right. my shake is coming from. Right. You'll get a good new so, set of tires on it. And, yeah I mean, that's the, the, the roadlocks, is that what came with the truck? They are, yeah. 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 Okay. Well then so, yeah, it sounds so, like will you're just about there.
2: Yeah. Now onto the question at hand, um, a buddy of mine called yesterday. He has non decoupler tires. I don't know what brand he has. He's gotten 200,000 K out of that. So that's about 120,000 miles. I think 130,000 miles out of this on the highway. And all of a sudden here in the last month or so, he's developed, um, half moons or what he describes as half moons around the outside shoulders on both, both steering tires on both the outside shoulders. Mm -hmm. Is that, do you think because he's been running a non decoupler on the
0: highway? Well, it depends on how deep the wear is. In other words, that, that uh, non decoupler wear should be about a, a fingertip width. Of unsupported rubber that's a that's outside right. the edge of the steel belting, so if it's more than that fingertip width it's not really the it's not really that where it's something else is happening yeah. um, okay. so that's that's what he's gonna have to look at if it if it is just a fingertip width that's no big and uh if it never reaches the uh the edge of the the inside edge of that rib. If it never actually wipes out an entire rib, then it's also not actually a problem. Okay. Um, well, he said he, he described
2: it as as, as half moons right, on the outside what, rib, both outside and inside of the tire on both sides, but it's only done it. It's like a half a cup is the way he's describing it. Like, um, uh, and only halfway around the tire and I'm thinking okay it's only halfway
0: around because it, it hasn't finished oh, it's working its way all the way around so, or is it a so, mismount and the problem is it's wearing uh, the you know like the top edge on the inside and the bottom edge on the outside because the entire rim is like a cartoon rolling down the okay. road on the inside edge and then the outside edge and then the inside edge and the outside edge uh, okay, okay that could well, be He's, what he's talking he, about.
2: He's changing both tires and wheels today, and getting it aligned by some knucklehead here in the area because <laughs> I'm not in that <laughs> business. <yet.
0: laughs> well, here's hoping it all works out for him. Uh, yeah, well, I think. let yeah, get sorted out I want to know. Um, yeah. Okay. Does it, you know how deep does it roll in? How far into the rib? And then if he's saying it's on the inside and outside, which uh, I mean it could be definitely uh, the unsupported rubber is both on the outside and inside, but if it's only half of the tire on one side, then the other half of the tire on the other side, is tired. That's a mismounted tire. Okay.
2: Okay. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can get him to send me some pictures of it. I know he was going to, today he was going right. to see the doctor and then he was going to have new tires and wheels installed. And I guess his tire guy said it needs alignment and new tires and new wheels. But you know, like, Tire
0: guys, or whoever doesn't. Well, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there comes a time you got to replace all that stuff, they don't last forever. Yeah, no,
2: and, and his truck, I think he said, it was a 2014 internet, or the a 2014 Freightliner Cascadia. Um. So, I, I don't know beyond that, I, I haven't actually seen his truck. Uh, he and I just never wind up in the same orbit, so. Yeah, that was yeah. that was what he was telling me I figured I'd bounce it off
0: of you and see what you thought that's not yeah my yeah my thoughts are it, it, I would take a close look at the I don't know why they said that they need to replace the wheel um, so I don't know 2014 yeah. it is 8 years old I guess it wouldn't hurt but uh, I'd, I'd like to know why <laughs> well yeah yeah it's got less than a million miles on it he's only got like Right, uh, I think about eight hundred thousand or something like that. So, all right. so, but I mean, maybe what he's saying is that this rim is actually the reason that that tire can't be mounted upright, and that's why you're getting this mismount wear. I don't know what it, I don't know. It would be interesting though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see if I can get him give you some pictures,
0: and maybe we'll I can follow up with that from there. Anyway, and, and, all right. All thanks, way, Kevin. Yep. Yeah. You know, the way I would check a rim, I mean, there's two different. Issues. One is the curved edge versus the sharp edge along the along the edge of the rim. And the other is, if you want to know whether it's causing that mismatch, roll the vehicle forward. Or roll the, you know, after you get the, I'm sorry, get the tire off of the rim and roll the rim on, on a flat surface. And see if it, uh, you know, wobbles or if it rolls straight. Then you'll know if it this was a problem.
2: Well, speaking of that, um, on my truck, I had changed the wheels last week when I, when I put on the new tires. Um, and, and when I rolled the old wheels on the floor, they, they both rolled straight. They didn't turn or anything, but one of them Mm -hmm. would roll and then it kind of hopped. And then it would roll, and then it would hop, and then so I, as if like it was rolling over a rock, but it did it at the same spot. But I couldn't find any any imperfections in the rim that would have made it do that. Is that? But it did. Oh, you know, like that, We changed uh, the wheels first. Yeah, I was. I we changed the wheels first, and then I drove it for a week, and then we put the new tires on after that. Yeah. And, yeah, and I it was be better tired. with the new rim, so that's got obviously part of it.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I would be very suspicious of that wheel. I don't, I don't, it's a, a, that could probably just mean that the wheel itself is out of balance, but why are we trying to balance the wheel too? And we could just get a new wheel and everything would be fine. Exactly. Now,
2: yeah. would, would you think that that wheel would be okay as a drive wheel or do you think it would still make a bounce or a hop what or a walk or a shake like on a drive
0: axle? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry you said it. I say, do you I, I, think I would, that, that? i don't say, do... go ahead. Are you, are you cutting out, or are you just being quiet? <laughs> well, my, it might be me. It might be me. How's that? That be better? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Do okay. Go ahead. Do you, do I think what?
2: Do you think that 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 pair of aluminum wheels I took off the steering? Do you think they would be okay to put on as a drive wheel
0: on the drive axle? You oh, sure, that, that imperfection well it, yeah, as oh. long as there's no other imperfections uh you know driver trailer uh, the the especially the trailer, it doesn't really care about any of this stuff um, right the, uh, any you know any vibration that you might get out of it uh you still will never feel on the truck so no. especially on a trailer, but uh, yeah, on the drive, sure, okay, well.
2: Yeah. I'm thinking about changing my, my drive
0: wheels from
2: steel to aluminum. Um, and I thought, well, they'll give me sort sure. of aluminum
0: ones if if they're good on the drivers, right? So put them on the inside and forget about them. Right. Well, yeah, your issue is you're trying to get rid of vibrations. And, yeah, switching right. from steel to aluminum will really help get rid of vibrations.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't realize they were that bad.
0: Okay. They can be. All they, right. can be they can be bad right from the factory, where the aluminum are almost always perfect from the factory.
2: I, I I can see in the mirror that I have two tires at least. I mean, I can only see the edges of four in the mirrors, right? Um, mm-hmm. Two on, on the back axle, it looks like they might be moving. I'm going to set up my action cam on the back end and have a look at the drive wheels and see what's going on back there. But I, I suspect that's right. where my... And and those being that it's got roadlocks on there and that, that tire guy says that they always shake. I'm thinking, and and, and I said to him, I
0: said, if they always shake, then why do you sell them? (laughs) 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 They try uh, you know, there's, there are, there are, you know, companies like garbage trucks and even some buses that they never get up to a speed high enough that it would cause a vibration. And the tires only last a number of weeks anyway. So, yeah. you know well, i can see sure. there, are, there are purposes for dirt cheap tires okay okay yeah all yeah. right kevin okay. i appreciate your time uh, dude. And, yep and we, I one last thing uh as you're working with an older vehicle with older hubs i would be remiss if i didn't mention that uh you might want to look at or in each situation you might want to look at a uh uh, the the true balance sleeves because yep. those hubs might not be centering the wheel properly
2: they're they're already wrong and that was the first thing we chased eighteen right. months ago I had I had a wobble when I was right. on the brake right? so so yeah sleeves on the front both sides and that, that fixed is that? that excellent yeah that fixed that yeah. brake okay jerky thingy so so yeah we got that nailed down
0: excellent all right. Alright. Well, good to hear. Alright. Thanks for calling in again. Thanks, Kevin. Talk to you soon. Alright. Have a good day. Yep. You Perfect. too. Alright. Well, that, that was a couple of really great calls. I have not heard from the guys that I would hope would call in, but they've got 20 minutes. Alright. So, as we were saying there, the, these these guys are dealing with Uh, I mean, especially he's dealing with an international. It's around 20 years old. And there are a lot of 20-year-old trucks out there. And as he said, getting those True Balance sleeves into, they they take the the hub from being a hub-mounted wheel to being a stud-mounted wheel. And it also mounts up the, the drum. So that it, it's centered, also, and it's the, it's great for troubleshooting issues because if you've got a hopper, if you've got a brake drag, if you've got tire issues, you couldn't seem to find it any other way. You can you can go ahead and get the those sleeves in, and it will solve problems. All right, I do have one more caller here, and he happens to be a really great guy who we just saw at the Mid American Trek Show. Here's Rocky, Mr. Kevin. Hello, Rocky. How are you? Today? Hey, Kevin. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing? Really good. How are you out there in North Florida? We are hot
3: and humid. huh um, If it was any more hot, humid, we'd like have things. you have a
0: snorkel. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> snorkel weather. We've had a we've had a little it's, bit uh, of, just a little bit of rain here in Iowa, but we can't seem to get the temperature up over 65. So, oh, I mean, you're well, you're stealing yeah. all our heat.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've we've got all the heat. I mean, you, yeah, uh, you're probably you not well missing down. it either. Yeah, yeah, we've <laughs> got plenty. Of, no, uh, wet T-shirts. Also, T-shirts in August. Shoes.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I just saw your right. message there that uh, you started a half hour early. I was up under fighting a zuzu that was two and three quarter inch towed in. And, uh, just had Two, an alignment last three,
0: week. Four yep.
3: I told I mean, so they
0: replaced a the tie rod or something?
3: They had put new ball joints in it, a drag link and stuff, and had aligned it. And then, uh, well, uh, apparently their alignment right. uh, didn't uh, wasn't very good. So you know how that is. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's but, one uh, way yeah. of saying it's yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah,
1: yeah, he, he couldn't keep wow, the a... on the road, and
0: uh, yeah, couldn't keep it oh, on the road. Man, figure it out why. A... So. That'd be the kind of thing where you can you can just walk up to it from half a block away and say, "Oh, you're towed in." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I noticed it before I even got out of the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Or before I wow. even got out of the that's... truck.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh what's your uh, what's your what's your operation there?
3: Well what, here lately, do do? uh man we've been uh we do a lot of bushings, torque rods, yeah. um the alignment work. We've got uh quite a few fleets here in Jacksonville that we do. We we uh keep us busy also along with uh you know, the, the owner operators, those are our biggest specialty. we you know, uh, go after all of them, but we also have some fleets that have been tired of dealing with the typical computer shops and uh, everything, and so now they all right. call us to come to their yards and knock out three, four, five trucks at a time. Um, right. We're getting—it's uh, you know, it, been good. A lot of a lot of bushing work, a lot of bushings lately. Man, these uh, these new OEM bushings just aren't holding up. Um,
0: I've been so hearing, been, I've been hearing that from people, you know, even Peterbilt and, you know, companies that you expect real quality out of the bushings just are not holding up the way they used
3: to. Yeah, they're not uh, yeah. a truck I did yesterday had about, uh, just under 300,000 miles on it. And they were going Freightliner. Um, uh, and, uh, we, we did, uh, did some yesterday and torque rods also. And, I've got three trucks to do this weekend with bushings and torque Mm -hmm. rods. I'm, uh, I'm behind on them because it's been hard to get parts.
4: Um, I I had
3: 20 bushings ordered, 20 bushings ordered, took me three weeks to get them. I've been waiting on torque Mm -hmm. rods and I won't put the Chinese Mm -hmm. junk in. I'm just not going to put that in.
0: uh, Even if it is available, Why bother. I mean,
3: geez. Right. Yeah, so I know they're not going to last.
0: You could put it in. Yeah, by the time yeah. the the waiting period for the good part, it would it would have failed already by the time the the good part came in.
3: I mean, right, right. And, yeah. and we don't want to do that. I don't want our customers to have to come back off the road for a day or half a day to uh you know, to come back in three months to change out junk parts. I'd rather just wait till we get the right stuff. No. Um and everything, right. but getting yeah. them has been difficult. It's been hard mm-hmm. getting them and the story that I got is the manufacturers are buying all of the aftermarket mm-hmm. stuff because they can't get their normal suppliers to supply them so they can get trucks off the assembly line.
0: I believe it. Um, it's It seems just like with the issue of their parts failing quicker than usual, it's probably because of that exact issue. They just can't right. seem to get what they used to get. Yeah.
2: yeah
3: right. Yeah, so, yeah, all right. So, head head
0: head how, front. how, so tell me a little about yourself. What's, uh, how'd you, how'd you get into trucking?
3: Well, I started trucking back <laughs> in the early nineties and, uh, started out running a, <laughs> a lumber truck, uh, you know, and started, uh, and then went to a dump truck and then had a friend of mine that got me in a car hauling when I was 18. <laughs> Um, and all I could run was Florida at the time. Yeah. And, uh, did that until, uh, and then had built up, had 13 trucks, um, and had my own authority for years and then went back to uh, another carrier. Uh, we mostly hauled new cars and, you know, then, uh, left that stuff. Equipment just got so expensive, hard to find good drivers um and then rates also with the, with the cost of equipment so i kind of got out of that went to a van and uh you know i like being around trucks and we have nowhere here except ocala that you could get an alignment and i you know used to we would do our old trucks with the old bar with the little tips on it you know run the chalk around the tire yep. and run strings from the back and all with our old truck. Yep. I said there is nobody here. So you know, a few years ago, met your dad years ago, and you back at the truck shows, right? In Louisville, and then uh, right. a couple times, one, once or twice, out in Dallas, and you know, I just said, man, I said I, you I came up here for
0: training. You were yeah. you yeah, were the last training class before this whole thing started.
3: Actually, it was right that afterwards. And,
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we went up there and got some some more training, more stuff with some of these newer trucks and everything, and uh, and it's just been yeah. great. We we learn some things every day. Um, every day we learn something on on some of these trucks and some of the crazy stuff that we see and what other people have done, and it's uh, you know well, it's fun. <laughs> it, 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 it's a challenge sometimes. Uh, right, especially when you ask right. the learning you know, never yourself.
0: ends. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh and it's and you can never tell somebody. What... Go ahead.
3: Uh, so you can. Uh, people will call and ask, "Well, how long will it take?" Well, man, I tell you, it could be <laughs> an hour. It could be four hours or eight hours. I don't know until I get my hands on your truck. You know, our, right. it, our bolts going to loosen. Am I going to have to replace bolts? Am I going to have to torch stuff? Am I? I don't know until I get my hands on it. Because we're not your typical alignment right. shop that'll just set the toe set, take your money, send you down the road. You know, we have uh, exactly. a lot of pride in our work. A lot of pride in our work. We, uh, we when you leave, but we want you happy. We want you to have a truck that rides right. straight down the road. We, you know, we take a lot of pride in that, and we don't stop until we get it right.
0: Right, we don't so stop. this is so so that you've been you've been in operation there in Jacksonville since about when
3: well uh, it's been about two and a half years now
0: yeah, yeah about two and, and a half you're just yeah. busier than a one arm paper hanger already, yes,
3: yes, we have pretty much yeah. been busy uh, right out of the gate, and it uh right. sometimes it's too busy um. You know, I hate to, you know, push some work off, but we, you know, sometimes we just say, hey, I can't. I'm two, three days right
0: now, so, right, and, right. And you know, booked up. Right, right. You got you to know your limitations.
3: Right, right. Yeah. And then, uh, like right now, I don't have a helper full-time, so I'm not doing kingpins, you know. We'll do bushings, all that stuff, but kingpins can turn into a two-person job about three seconds um you know when you start slinging that 20 pound (laughs) sledgehammer trying to get something knocked out and they don't budge you know it uh, uh you need another person sometimes so so as much as i like to do every everything for that customer i just know that sometimes by myself you know get that done and come back to me you know um Right. Unless you can, unless the truck can wait until I have one of my boys that can help me. Because my seventeen-year-old, he's been out here with me since day one, and he, I can, I can pull up to the truck and I can take a nap and let him go through it. He knows what he needs <laughs> to do. What 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 we're gonna oh, fight something. with? He can almost. Yeah, he can. He, go, he goes up just like I do. Starts feeling tires, and he said, "I already know what's wrong with it, Dad." You know,
0: so yeah. so this is you know, another. There's a there's a trend here of uh with between Chad and Jerry and Martin and yourself and Mike and I of multi generational operations. I don't I don't yeah. know how that happens. I don't know exactly why it all happens, but it works and it's uh it's been reliable. Uh, the the keeping keeping it in the you know in the family seems to really help with these kinds of operations i don't know why it does <laughs> it
3: does you know and and both of my boys even my 14 year old almost 15 he's a big old boy a football player both of my boys are big sports football players and all but my 14 year old sure. I, I swung by the house yesterday to refill my water jug and all before i went to go do this pushing job and uh he says well can i go with you i'm like come on you know, he, he, he goes with me a lot too. And he loves getting up under there with that tiger tool and doing that stuff. Right. And then he'll grab the, uh, he'll grab the lasers and the paint pen, the grease pen and start marking our measurements on the tires. And, I, you know, I'm following behind him. He's learning more and more every day, every time he goes out, you know, and this summer, That's you know, great. he said, I don't want to, you know, for his summer job, he says, I just want to work with you, dad. I don't want to go work at the grocery store or this and that. I, just want to work with you, learn more of this. So yeah, that's fantastic. And you know, and the MD, your equipment, just, uh, you can't beat it, you know, for the results that we get with it and the knowledge of you and your dad and uh, Chad and uh, even, you know, Jim Fowler, when I first started doing the doctor preload, you know, Jim had been doing it a little while and I'd call it, I would call him with some different oddball stuff. And then, you know, like Martine, I was going down there with them. We were working together, doing some bigger jobs, and I'd show up with my stuff with all my Milwaukee cordless tools, and he's dragging air hoses around, and then finally Evan was like, Dad, you got to get one of these. No, 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 no. I used to <laughs> just use a wrench and a ratchet. You know, Martine was old school. And, no, wrench and a ratchet is all we need, you know. But uh, he started getting in, yep. you know, some different tools and after using the Tiger tool, he get, he got the Tiger tool, and uh, and all. But the other ones he had, you know, they all work, But the Tiger tool just made things a little easier. Okay. Um, it you does. know, because we work our butts off, so you want the right tools.
0: The right? Tools. Yes, you do. All right. So let's see. I just want to real quick. What's uh, what's your phone number there? If anybody needed to call you when they're coming through North Florida.
3: It is uh, area code 904-495-5756. Again, All and, right. And, uh, we'll Rocky
0: Rockefeller again. up there yeah. in Jacksonville, Florida area, knocking out alignments.
3: Yep, knocking out alignments and, yep. uh, you know, other work also. So if you have a problem with uh, some stuff, we we'd be glad to check it out. Find the issues and uh,
0: okay. get it get it straight. Doctor preload, doctor preload, yep. tiger tool for bushings. Uh, anything you need to get the job done, and yeah, just to uh, make sure you you know it's going to get done right, you get there. That's really great. That's yep. fantastic. Yep. Yeah, right. yeah. Me and
3: uh, you know, and Martin also, we pass work back and forth to each other. As they're going down that side to state. I send them to him. If they're coming right. down this side, he sends them to me and either one of us, we're going to yep. get you done. Right.
0: Going to get right. you done. right.
3: All
0: so, fantastic. Yeah. Really great to hear. I'm glad you called. Um, uh, and I hope to hear from you again sometime soon. And, yes, uh, definitely. that's, that's <laughs> thanks a lot. Thanks for being yeah. out there.
3: Yeah. Oh, thank All you right. guys. Thank you, dad, right. thank, uh, everybody. And, uh, yeah, we had a great time at the truck show and everything with you guys. And I and, uh, look forward to seeing you guys again here soon. And we'll talk to you here and maybe we'll give a call back here in a few
0: weeks. All right. Thanks a lot. Talk to you later. All right. Thank All right. you, Bye. Kevin. Bye. Yep. Bye. All right. Very, very happy to have uh, Rocky on board, involved in the company, involved in alignments, helping people out. There's so much work that needs to be done out there and if it, it's got to be done on your track, you want to know that there are reliable people to do it. All right. We've got one more caller here uh, from Leighton, Pennsylvania, and I think. So let's see what we got. Hello, John.
4: Yep. I was uh, calling about uh, rotating tires. So steering tires, I got Bridgestone, they rotational. Now that only matters the first time before you rotate them, correct?
0: Correct. For first sixty thousand miles, they kind of want them rotated in one direction, and then after that, you can rotate them all you need. And you only need to start rotating them. We don't even recommend it until you've got two thirty seconds difference side to side on the steer axle, and then yeah, just swap them to the side, and you should uh, be fine as long as they're, As long as that's let's see. If you have an alignment problem, if you've got it aligned, or if you had a tire issue, your technician may have a different guide. Like, you only want to put this one on the rim or whatever. But, uh, yeah, the, the basic guide is, if everything else is right, once you've got two thirty seconds different side to side, swap them so that you can keep them running
4: the same. Okay. And the rotational don't mean nothing anymore?
0: No, at that point it doesn't.
4: Okay, how about the drive tires? You rotate them in an X pattern? Is that correct?
0: I usually recommend an X pattern because I, especially if you've got a lug pattern, uh, you'll get that heel-toe wear. So yep. you want in to reverse the, the heel-toe wear because it's caused by you know your braking and your acceleration. And if you just change the direction that it's braking and accelerating on the tire by doing an X pattern, rotation you'll you'll uh, even it out and it won't be as bad for the next you know 100,000 miles or how long, however long it is and we recommend you change drive tires rotate drive tires when you've got more again more than 230 seconds side to side or more than 430 seconds axle to axle
4: okay um can a broken a broken core or belt in a tire how common is that
0: it's not very common anymore. So, and that, that uh, I mean, will cause you, the vibration. Hit, is that correct? Oh God, yes. And you'll you'll you will almost immediately start to see terrible tire wear because the the tread is buckling as it passes through the footprint, and it, it just goes to hell quick. So, yes. Uh, and, you know, again, not as common anymore. Usually involves like you hit something hard, uh, you, you curb it or something you might end up uh, with a broken belt. Okay.
4: And what would be your first thought on a vibration from 55 to 60 and that's the only place it does it?
0: Only from 55 to... uh, Is it in your hands or is it in your seat? In the seat. In the seat. If you only have a vibration from 55 to 60 and it's only in the seat, uh, it's going to end up being... It, it could it could be a few things, but it's going to end up being a gear issue, or it's going to end up being um, a uh, it's, it's it could be a balance issue that is uh, uh, a, a, a soft problem. So uh, I'm uh, most likely when it's speed related and in the rear end, it's going to end up being driveline. It should just get worse if it's in the wheel end. Yeah, driveline vibrations can get weird, so uh, okay. that's probably where it's going to be. I'd go ahead and try, you know, just throw on some Centromatics on the, on the uh, uh, drive tires on the wheel ends just to see if you can eliminate it, but if if that doesn't work, then it's probably going to end up being driveline.
4: Okay. All right, that's all I got for you. All right. Thank you. All right,
0: well, thanks for calling in. Yep. Okay, well I think that was all of it This is 1230 We got some really great calls from some really great people Uh, And I can't wait to do this again We'll be back I guess next week Uh, And that time Mike will be here So it'll be the duo of us Fighting back and forth with you And we look forward to seeing you all then Uh, Thanks for being with
1: us.